Hello and welcome to Epic Loot Radio, episode 26. Joining me today is a host of incredible, incredible people. Final Fantasy XI fans, Final Fantasy fans to the core, and honestly, some of the people I'm, I'm just thrilled to be able to call friends. Uh, today we got Invictus. Uh, Invictus invited me to play Final Fantasy XI on a private server, getting me out of my comfort zone a little bit, and I cannot thank him enough. But this man is a grinder. He's a machine. I can't wait. I'm going to let him talk and introduce himself in a second, especially as his, uh, like, how many 75s do you have right now, dude? On oh, the private server? Just, just one on the private. Still, dude. that's more than I got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we also have Benny. Uh, you know him from Comic Story and Comic Story and Gaming from absolutely PlayStation and Steam games as well. Benny, dude, uh, I'll start with you and then we'll go to Invictus. Final Fantasy XI, tell me about your experience with it. Let's dive in and let's just talk about it. Uh, so 11 is my all time favorite game in existence. Like it's it, it, everyone has that game that gets you through all the tough times in life. And for me, it was 11. I played it when it came out. I played it on a nightly basis. I went all the way through all the way to 75 on my jobs. I got almost every job to 75. I'm pretty sure I did, but I don't want to claim that just in case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I did definitely do some summoner burns for some of them. So we'll count, we'll count those, you know, <laughs> um, I, I even ran a link shell back in the day that ran every form of raiding on a nightly basis. Like my life was Final Fantasy 11. I, I would, my, the, the peak of it was when I was in the military, I would go to work at five 30 in the morning, get off of work at like five o'clock after all the trading and stuff like that. And then run my link shell for six hours, go to bed at midnight and then wake up the next day. And the game was such an impactful thing to me that I met my wife on it. it. Like I met half the friends I still communicate with today in 2021 on that game. A chunk of them moved over to Final Fantasy 14 with me. Every because uh, I do podcasting like every five days a week at this point. Every time I talk about video games, it's 11. I wish things were 11. Classic 11. And then I also say, there's no way in hell I have time for Classic 11 anymore. But Victus, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're up, man. Um, hey, let's uh, just introduce yourself. Who are you? Why do you play 11? And what uh, what did you get to 75? The floor and show is yours, sir. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, Invictus. Uh, I have a Twitch. Uh, I don't really stream that much anymore, though. To be honest, uh, I'm a full-time teacher and coach basketball and soccer, but also have a um, much like Benny, just a deep-rooted love for Final Fantasy XI. I, grew, the same way, like grew up on it when I was in high school. Um, almost had the opposite experience from the point where it, Benny like had a, all these amazing things come from the game. I kind of brought my amazing things. So like we had like a core group of friends that all played. Dude, um, that's so good. And we lived in the same neighborhood. So oh, we was like, <laughs> dude, we would land in each other's houses. Um, we were camping King Arthur. We were we were getting the Japanese TODs waking up at like 2 a.m. <laughs> um, but same, like I, I main Ninja on retail. Um, I, this is before Abyssia. Um, yeah, and, and just loved it. Did all the content, farmed for hours. Just literally this game like shaped my love for Final Fantasy and gaming in general. Um I kind of branched off for a little bit in a different direction, played some SWOTOR for a little bit. Um, and then I found these Final Fantasy classic servers. Uh, and it's just been like heaven again. Like it's so fun. I'm really enjoying it. So I'll so, have, I'll have a, like a, a little bit of a different perspective too. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm going to just put it out there. Like I am so jealous of that, like friend group experience because I spent my time like begging for both my brother, like all my friends, like come play this game with me. And I could never get any of them. Like I was like, I just, I was in college when the, when the game released and I got it. I like, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I believe I told you, like I was a, I was a warrior and people kept telling me to vote the, the, the mob. And I'm like, well, I don't want the mob hitting me. Like, like, what do y'all want? Well, like, no, 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 we're good. Like we just, you know, like y'all are good. I just want to hit it. And I've I, seen I, what I, happens in these dunes. Yeah, like, <laughs> Oh man. And then it's like the first time I'm anyway, like we'll, we'll, we'll get into like a memories of Van and in their regards. But, um, one of the things I do want to ask both of you, we'll start with Invictus. What caused you to leave? Like, what was that moment in retail? And then in, in, in your case, Invictus, like, what is it about the private server that keeps you there opposed to going and playing current retail? Okay. So I, I enjoyed like the crystalline prophecies. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I actually really enjoyed those expansions. And then, but when, when we got into like Abyssia, uh, 
So I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so much EXP. I got my Nin to 99. I was getting some fun gear and I was like into it. And then I got my Monk from one to 99 in a day. And I was like, wait, that's not why I played this game. Yeah. Like we talked earlier about vertical versus horizontal progression and the fact that, dude, at level seven, you can get boots that you can basically wear to end game. Like that was one of my favorite things. If you worked really hard, your gear mattered. Yes. They, they rewarded your time spent on it. Like I spent a year working on an ultimate weapon. Like the whole entire link show was working on this weapon. I, th- I think they're ultimate, whatever they're called at this point. But and it, it, I mean, none of them mattered. All the weapons were garbage, but I was working on it. And when I got it, I didn't feel like it was a waste of time because it mattered. They weren't going to replace this. And then they did. You know, like I spent, I think, three years doing Dynamis to get a, the Duelist Chapeau. And it was great. And then it didn't matter anymore. And that was why I officially left to 75. And when I heard that they had increased the cap, I came back. I It was between deployments. So I came back briefly. And my wife's like, yeah, overnight I got to 99. And I'm like, I don't want to play that. That's 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 gonna ruin it. That's not gonna. I'm not gonna feel the same enjoyment I have from that. I'm going to feel that fleeting moment I get from WoW, which is why I never stick with WoW. So, yeah, completely yeah. agree. Yep. So, um, what, why private servers, Chris? Like, what what is it about that uh, that environment that is essentially so appealing to you, especially here as we come into the 20th year of service for this game? Yeah, so it's it's Final Fantasy, you know, you're, you're going to, especially with 11, you definitely have some elitist players, but so many, I would say 80% of this private server are helpful, welcoming, and literally want you to have fun, um, which is amazing. Like I got in, I remember when I first started playing, um, someone, a complete stranger just came up and gave me 10k on the private server. And so ever since then, when I see someone with a question mark and I ask if they need help, I'll toss them 10,000 gil. Um, and it's just like that, like pay it forward, mm-hmm. like getting people, dude, I still go to Volcrum Dunes I, and I sit there and I'll give people their sub job items. Um, it's just, I love that community aspect. And another thing about the private server is, is everything is still horizontal, right? Mm-hmm. The, the beauty of it is as they, because first off, it has DDoS protection. So it's not constantly, you know, the server is not constantly being attacked. Um, but my second favorite thing is like, it's, I, I feel like I, Brian, I feel like I brought like my childhood back. Oh yeah. If that, makes, <laughs> if that makes any sense, that's just my favorite thing. That's actually really important. Somebody was talking about uh, that the other day in which that, uh, and this was a, a content creator and who's been coming from WoW and playing 14 saying that in their case, like they feel like at least that experience, it's bringing their child back, a childhood back. Like I wasn't a WoW guy. Like I've tried, I've, I was playing 11 at the time. The first time I quit retail for me was, um, I was like, I had the day off. I think it was a snow day. Like for, and it doesn't really snow in Texas that often. But so when it does, like you get like a, like one inch of snow and the state shuts down. Like we're like, oh, we're done. <laughs> we're calling it. Anyway, we're all, we're all off work. You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna play 11. I was, I, pl- I was on for six hours and this is like, I've learned so much from pr- playing private and what I made mistakes in the, like back in the day, but I was a white mage and I couldn't get a party at all. Like there was nobody recruiting, nobody, like there was just nothing because there was no level sync. So everybody was like, who was like on was like either too high and they didn't have anything in the range and that wasn't anything they were looking for. So I ended up like spending six hours and I was like, I looked at the the whole day and I was like, I just sat in Juno shouting for party like all day. Like I'm going to, I'm out, you know, and then they brought in level sync and I was like, I'm in. And that's one of the things I really have enjoyed about the private service is that it isn't necessarily like, you know, uh, <laughs> like treasures uh, it's wings. Like, so the, the private server we've been playing on is wings of the goddess era so you have level sinks, you have some books. So there's definitely a, I guess, an increased experience, uh, you know, ability um, with the game itself. But that doesn't, and what I haven't seen is that ruin that experience. So uh, I've seen people come into my comment section, though, and saying, that's not classic. That's not Final Fantasy classic. That's not, you know, that's, you know. Um, so in that regards, like, do you feel like with, like, uh, books and increased experience gains uh, through rings and things like that, that that hurts your overall experience? Because... Like, 
or is there a balance? Because obviously one to 99 in, in a couple of hours that, that, that negates all the hard work that, that people put in for each level fought for. I think you have to be very hardcore to have a problem with that because there, to me, there's a big difference between classic and quality of life, mm-hmm. right? Just because that's how the game started out. Didn't mean that that was the best thing. Okay. Like right. the wings of the goddess era brought the, the pages. First off, you're only allowed to do a one page a day. So it's not like you can do, you can spam pages like you could back then. They don't allow that. Yeah. Um, so no, I absolutely not, man. Like to me, to me, the, the grind is, is the fact that I know for almost everything I do in this game on on this server, on the wing server, I need help. I need, I need my friends. I need my link shell. I need someone. And to me, that is classic. Um, it's, it's that, it's that camaraderie aspect mm-hmm. yeah. where you I'll- can't do anything by yourself. I'll agree with you 100% about that because that's my biggest problem with current day MMOs and current day multiplayer experiences. What I, I don't, I mean, the grind is the grind and I have, I have the, the mindset I can do the grind, but I will say the first job I got to 75 took like two years and that should not be the case. It shouldn't be, I get a quarter of a level every day that I get on. Cause I didn't go crazy about it until I had a 75 job, which was dark night. So, you know, immediately I had to go level something else to actually get into a group. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was, that was the, what I miss about classic final fantasy isn't uh, is two core things. One of which I'm sure we'll get into, but like how they, they basically, your time wasn't wasted because if you spend all the time, you've got something, but what you just said, camaraderie. Whenever I get into, like, a big problem that I have with my WoW groups that I've tried to get into, and a big problem that I've had with my Final Fantasy XIV groups that I try to get into, and in my Destiny raid groups, everyone has a me, me, me mindset because you don't need anybody. You don't need to be friendly. You don't have to be, I don't have to help this guy get his stuff because he could just do it alone. And then he doesn't have to help me because I can do it alone. You can party finder or matchmaking or quick match almost every piece of content in all of these games. They're structured where you don't even have to say hello and you should be able to complete it. And my question has always been, why play these games solo? Because there are 10 times better solo experience narrative games if I'm going to play an MMO by myself. So for me, I've always structured around the people that are from that classic mindset of a camaraderie where it's like, yes, I know you can go do the Destiny raid alone, but I also know you're going to be there on Friday helping me accomplish it regardless of what you did. And the same thing in Final Fantasy XIV, I have my friends that I know regardless of what they did throughout the week, they will be there helping me just like the moment they ask me, I will be there helping them because it's a team effort. I mean, like I said, I've been in the military and one thing I miss about being in the military and I think kind of carried over is it was that squad camaraderie element. Like it's a team. We know we, everyone has each other's back. And that was one of the strongest things about 11. You did not make a bad name for yourself because you couldn't even transfer. So if the server knew you were a trash player because of your attitude, you just didn't even get talked to. Like, <laughs> but I now have, yeah, 14, I have that you change your name and server and that's that. That's whatever. You're done. It's over. Well, that's that's one of the weaknesses uh, of matchmaking. And I look at this in terms of like value when I look at my life, right? Like a lot of events have changed in the course of the time when I was playing Final Fantasy XI um, back in the day. And then to now, uh, obviously, like in this case, like, you know, like I've got responsibilities, I've got family, I've got, you know, jobs, I got things and, and places that I have to be that, uh, you know, like I literally I think I was like I didn't play 11, you know, with uh, with Chris for like like a week. And it's like, all right, I'm back. You know, I can put a couple hours in today. But I, I think with me, like I jump in and I experience the game and it it just feels good. Like it just immediately feels right. But then when I go look at something like in case Final Fantasy 14 or even with like, wow, with matchmaking, like there's a convenience factor there that's nice that when I sit down, uh, you know, like when I sit down to play a game to be able to get in, do something and then get out does feel good. And that's a very appealing thing for me where I might not have a lot of time. Case in point, I think I've told this story before, but I sat down and I was like, you know what? I really want to just, I want to play some Forza Horizon. Sat down, booted up the Xbox. And then it's like, you got a 45 minute update. I go, I guess I'm not playing Horizon. Like I would, like I I just not like it's, I'm looking for something that I can kind of jump in, 
have that experience. And I think 11 actually offers that, but it does require me to actually kind of have that mindset. If I'm constantly in that mindset that the end game happens at level 75, then I think I would, I would be under this weird pressure and stress that I would essentially leave the game. It would not be fun. But if you set the mindset that the end game actually happens at level one, then I'm already in the end game. I'm not rushing to like, you know, get to 75. And thankfully the group that I'm playing with, like in this case, Chris, uh, I'm not feeling that pressure. I'm not essentially, you know, pushed into that direction and, uh, and essentially going like, cause at the end of the day, like I couldn't keep up. There's just no physical way that I could, I could put in that kind of time, uh, especially cause you know, Chris being off for the, a little bit of the summer, he, you, do, you do some summer school stuff. You have some things that are going on, but yeah. Oh. Uh, it makes, wanna, it makes me want to. It makes me want to go be a teacher. Go ahead, please. Yeah, dude. My my wife and I have a vacation coming up, July seventeenth. Yeah. Um, but like that's it. Like until school starts this month. Now that summer school's over, is the month of FF eleven for 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 Mister Blevins over here, dude. I love that, dude. <laughs> I love that. I I wish I had that mindset anymore. I've noticed with the way gaming has gone, which is why I said like I, I don't think I could get into eleven classic anymore. Very rarely can I sit and play a game past like three hours. Like, I don't know if it's just my attention span, if it's the all the amount of stuff I work on or everything. I Three hours into almost any game. Now, luckily at 14, the, I get the entire Savage tier down. I'll then get the entire 24-man Alliance down. I'll then get, like, the entire roulette down on that time frame. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I said as much as I miss 11, I don't think I could do 11 properly anymore. And I, I, I wouldn't want to go into it and play two hours. I would want to go right. into it and be I like, don't. I'm playing... Tonight it's five. All right, so we're going to midnight. What are we? Uh, birds up? The Clebrays up? Let's go hit that. We got one of those camps. You know, I mean, yeah. like that's what I would do. <laughs> no, hundred percent, hundred percent, because it's that. Um, that's actually one of the things that I, when I look at like the modern game design in this case, is that I, I, I start I question where, how do we get? We can't go back. You can't go into a modern game. You can't go into fourteen and say we're going to delete uh, the duty finder um, because no. that 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 hurts. Like it's just people are like, wait a minute, what what's happening? However, I go like, what, what can they do? And I often wonder like from a technology perspective, what, what, what did the game designers need to bring in to kind of bring some of that community back? Right. And one of the, my own, the only idea that I came up with is that I was running crystal tower and I was, I'm, it's fun. I'm just doing relic stuff, you know, I'm just kind of like I'm there. It's not hard. It's not challenging. So you kind of sit back and it's kind of fun for me to stream that because I can sit back and talk to the, you know, talk to people in chat. Uh, and so there's a value there because it's like, I don't necessarily, I'm not have to be sweaty. I'm, I'm literally just like, all right, like I, I've done this so many times that I could just kind of like face roll through it. But right. one of the things I was like, what if I played with these guys before? Like, I don't reckon, like, I, I'm not going to recognize names over seven years that I've never had a connection with, but what could the systems be designed in a way that would just encourage that we've had, I had, a, I remember I played with a red mage back in 11 class, you know, like back when it was classic. And literally, I was like, I'm never playing with this guy again. 100% never going to, you know, like, I'd see him running around, and he would have his flag up. And if I was in, in charge, I would say, yeah, absolutely not. We will we will wait. We will go with five man. We're not going to take that guy. But in this case, like, you know, most experiences are either quiet. You never, you never interact. You just kind of do the thing, and you go on. These could be bots. These could be AI, for all I know. And then at the end of the day, like, the only experiences you do stand out are obviously unfortunately the negative ones the ones that really just go like mother of pearls like that was that was a bad experience my wife got into an altercation with some guy uh online and it drove her out of the game and it was like and he was just yelling at her in all caps and chat and this is before it was easier to report before square enix made policy changes because she was playing a monk he was on a black mage and he wanted to roll on a monk drop that my wife actually needed and she rolled on it and guess what she won it because she was playing the job that the piece of gear dropped on and then he just like went on this tirade i said that i needed that at the beginning of this thing and i'm like man like dude you gotta chill out and the thing is is that's what you get when you roll the dice i think everybody likes the experience when they roll the dice and they get a player that's like playing like them let's get this done as quickly as possible so i can do the rest of my gaming chores so i can do the 10 percent of the game that I like. Yeah. You know, and well, it's like, that's unfortunate. Go ahead. Oh, is it? Well, that kind of, that kind of environment, because my wife also, she doesn't play MMOs nowadays. She, she only plays 14 with me. And because after 11, she tried getting into wow and she got lambasted in a dungeon trying to be a paladin. 
Yeah. Just, they just tore into her and she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not, cause that, and that was with like the duty finder. I forget what they call it there, but you know, it, you just yeah. randomly roll into a dungeon. So I get exactly what you're saying, but that's also why I personally have just built up my little friend group of people who are like-minded. So, cause I agree with you on that. And, and that's why I don't like matchmaking. I'm not a fan of duty finder, party finder. Anybody's like, well, why don't you just jump into party finder to get it done? Cause I'll just wait for my friends. Cause then I don't have to argue and I have fun. You know, like the yeah. fun is the core point here. So, uh, Chris, I want to ask you a question. What does 20 years of Final Fantasy XI mean to you? What? Um, I didn't give you all questions before, and I've written them down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so I'll, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say memories. Um, like I've got, God, I've got a few stories, man. Um, and then just like kind of what Benny said, friendships, um, heartbreak, triumph, dude, every, every feeling you could feel I have felt in FF 11, except for love. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I had love. We're good. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Benny found his wife from the game. So yeah. like, I mean, I guess I love my friends. So you know, there you go. Did you have, have you made friends from 11 though? Right. Cause it's like, it sounded oh, like yeah, you had a dude, group. Eric. Okay. Yeah. Eric, uh, depending on a, a later question, I'll bring Eric up again, but met Eric on Nasomi, which was the first private server we joined. Um, and you know, we got close. He ended up going to Omaha to visit his family. And it, I was visiting my family in Omaha at the same time we met up and had a beer. Um, and so, yeah, not only have I, brought friends in to play with me but now yes i also have made friends as well um it's just the things you do in this game dude okay i log in right yeah. i hit 30 i need paladin i need paladin and i have no one we all started at the same time benny so like imagine us all being as useless as each other <laughs> that's the best though that's the best experience because yeah, no so one's gonna carry you so we start at level one. We're all together on, on wings, which is the new, I'm talking about the new private server now. Yeah. And we're useless. I'm selling earth crystals, dude. Like I need, like, you know what I mean? So I remember those days. And I'm just like, so for I'm people weird. who don't know, earth crystals are like super cheap. They yeah. just drop all the time. So it's like, it's just get rid of it. Yeah. I'm like, I, I need paladin. Cause I'm, I'm our 75 paladin now. But like, right when I started, I'm like, I need paladin. I need help. Because if I walk into Devoy, I'm going to get eaten. Yeah. And this guy, Vashrin, goes, I'll take you. Just volunteers, right? Yeah. Four months later, he's a core member of our Link show. Like, dude was walking by, offered to help when he had no need to. It took us an hour, so an hour of his time. Um, just like little things like that. Like helping someone is kind of a big deal in eleven because there's often a walk, you know. There, you know, there's 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 aggro. This game is ruthless. Um, and then if you wipe, you have to go back. <laughs> so, just a lot of good stories. It, I mean, just is it wiping? Just I remember like I remember a very particular time, very similar to that, like. I was building my link shell. The time I decided, because I've always been the person that if I want something, I'm going to get it. If I have to, if I have to build an entire yeah. army of people to do dynamis to get the duelist chapeau, I will. Like I'm, I'm that guy, and I did it. And I just remember when we we're first learning how to do things, just the wipe things, going and fighting Kieran for the first time, up in sky, and no one knowing how to do it. And I'm trying to explain this fight to these people, and I lost almost two levels of XP of my red mage, zombieing it, just running it in circles hitting it with dots so that they can try again and we don't lose progress. And like you said, and we, if we all wiped, we all had to go all the way back into this super long dungeon raid thing. And I'm sitting here trying to explain it while constantly yelling like, raise me. All right. You got 30 seconds. You're going to go here. You're going to go. I can raise me. <laughs> you know, like just constantly over and over and over. <laughs> I want to, I want to say, uh, Hey to Kevin, uh, Kevin actually and I, uh, we played uh final fantasy 11 back in the day, right after I got out of school saying that, uh, tanks definitely seems to get the job that gets blasted the quickest, whether it's 11, 14 or wow. If you guys, uh, and I don't, he's not active in 14 right now, but I feel like that's shifted to the healers because they've made tanks pretty, pretty basic in terms of what they've done with the latest thing but what's up kevin it's good to say it's good senior dude um 
the I had an experience where I remember, and it, it's so funny because we always would say there's no matter how strong you are, there's a rabbit that will kill you in this game. Like it doesn't matter how badass you think you are. There is going to be a rabbit somewhere in this game that will kick your butt. Like I constantly felt humbled when playing this game. Like it would never, it never mattered. Like I was like, and so one case we were running and I was uh, we're running out um, and I forget the name of the zone just right now. Cause that's just, you know, we're live and I guess that's what happens. Uh, we're running through this cave to get this high end beach level 70, you know, 70 plus, uh, et cetera. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm 75. I'm bringing my team, my friends there. We're going to sink when we get there. I'm like, let me just run through. I'll pull anything. We'll be fine. And I got like, just destroyed by like all of these little crabs. They all decided to link. They decided like that, that was it. But I got my friends through it, but it was at the cost of a sacrifice. Thankfully I had enough XP boosted. I didn't end up leveling down from 75 because that would have been just like the worst, but it was just like, no man, they can't do nothing to me. I'm 75. Like I've made it. I'm ready to rock and roll, and literally just got just got destroyed by by all these crabs I, in this game. I'm just gonna say, Brian. I'm just gonna say, if you were not on the verge of deleveling from 75 to 74, you weren't doing it right. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to immediately be in merit mode and all farming merits. That's a good <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I love I love that aspect of it because that's one of the things that for me, like a frustration that I have with modern games is that when XP becomes useless, like I always felt that XP had a value. So no matter what, if you're getting XP, like it was going somewhere, right? Like it always had a destination uh, in, uh, in this case. And so uh, hopefully that's what will, I don't know. I, I guess I like leveling. I'm just, I'm just weird that way. All right. So um, next question I got is that what would one job that you guys would like to add to Final Fantasy XI that doesn't exist in the game today? Retail or private doesn't matter. Uh, Chris, dude, what's, what's your, uh, what's your take one job, any job from final fantasy, or you can just make it up. Wow. I need to think dude. Okay. Benny, do you got any thoughts? Yeah. One, one job from final fantasy onward. Yeah. To or 11. It, it, like you okay. want to sit here and say, I want to add this job to 11. I was saying, Cause then, the way I was thinking in my head, like if I was going to roll one forward to 14, it would have been Corsair. Cause that was always my ooh. favorite. But for eleven, like it's a it's a tricky question because eleven has like all the jobs, like <laughs> that's why I'm th I'm thinking. Yeah, like eleven has all your classic Final Fantasy experience jobs. Like anything in fourteen is just a variation of something that was it doesn't in eleven. Have to be from fourteen though; it could be from like anything in that regards. Well, uh, I'll jump in to give you guys my thought because I have an answer okay. to this question. Time Mage, I've always wanted to see the Time Mage brought into final fantasy 11 tactics is a huge influence on me uh i if love we're gonna it. go obscure i'm gonna look some up yeah you can you, yeah go like you, the, you and then but that you bring up an interesting question and chris i don't know if you have an answer for it what job would you implant from 11 into final fantasy 14 i think i have mine actually okay go ahead uh hunter Ooh, yes so a hunter is uh think and obviously i'm gonna simplify this think like a hybrid of ranger and beastmaster. Yeah. So maybe like a B B plus on archery instead of obviously the A plus ranger gets. Um, and then, you know, maybe less charisma. So they're not as good at charming. Um, but I think that would be such a fun job to play on FF 11. Okay. I got it. I got it. And I don't, I don't know why I didn't think about this one initially. Onion Knight. Has Ooh, no yeah. abilities, but they all come from unique gear. Just do it like Blue Mage, where like oh, this yeah. is a Onion Knight thing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, Benny, and it's again, it's it's horizontal too, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, so you're you're in you're fighting crawlers, and as long as you're on this job, you've got a twenty to thirty percent chance of getting a gear drop from that crawler for that crawler. Yes. There you go. Love that. Can we just get another blue mage style job. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I loved how they did the blue mage. One of the things that's powerful about it is that like, I felt like you could build the blue mage into any kind of role to fit any kind of role for your party that you wanted. Uh, obviously it took work cause you'd have to go farm the skills cause leveling was it, like, it had two aspects to it, right? Leveling and skill acquisition, which essentially modified your stats, which modified your build, which I thought was just the most intriguing thing. And then the sub job system, love the sub job system just adding to that that variability and one of the things people commonly critique about like player choice and mmorpgs is that there becomes a right choice 
But that's one of the things that I felt like 11 kind of subbalanced because, yeah, sure, there's probably, you know, a meta. Like, I think someone was telling you, Chris, not to, that you're not going to be a 75 Dragoon and in, in Dynamis in, on private, but it's like you can, but it's, you know, like it's not what people are looking for. But right. it does give you lots of other flexibility with all the other content that's in the game. Yeah. Oh, they, like, dude, Dragoon slash Blue Mage. It's so fun. It's so fun to play. That was the problem I ran into with Dark Knight. Like I, everyone kept telling me, oh, I wouldn't level Dark Knight to 75. I wouldn't level Dark Knight to 75. And I got the Dark Knight to 75. And they're like, would well, you have a Kraken Club? And I'm like, no, what's that? And they're like, I, well, you can't come with us. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Look I at can stun. Sight. I can stun. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the problem with Blue Mage the longest time in the raid. It was like we had one guy that insisted on always being a Blue Mage. And it was like, all right, well, you're on Cannonball duty. <laughs> like that's right. that's it. That's all you Make can do. Cannonball. <laughs> so Chris, what would you what would you take from Final Fantasy eleven and input in fourteen? Um, wait, what would I take from eleven? Yeah, Ugh, dude. From a job. How about this? Oh, guys. How about this? Oh, you mean jobs? Yeah, we'll start there, but we can just we can expand on it any which way you want. So I have played. You know, I played fourteen for four months, maybe total, like in its career to play through some of the storylines. Yeah. But I did not talk to a single person. Thank you. That's the problem. So here's what I would do. I I'm not I don't I don't know how to do this, right? Because I'm, you know, whatever. I would incentivize. So so keep duty finder. Yeah. Because like you said, Brian, there are people that need the convenience. Yeah. Okay. But add increased loot. And I'm talking like crafting and gear. For if you form your own party, yeah. would that be fair? Yeah, yeah. It's it's more fun when you play with friends anyway. So I, it incentivizes you to say, "Hey, we can get this slightly better thing if we form." And and do you want to group up? And then you can meet someone. I, I've always I've always argued for something like that in these kinds of games because I really really dislike how solo they are. And 14's made it worse as time goes on because they're like, here's a solo storyline, here's a solo instance, here's a solo this, solo that. Oh, now you can solo this thing with a chocobo or a trust. And I'm just like, why do we keep going farther and farther away from needing friends? Like I love Final Fantasy 14, but there are far better single player RPGs than this game. It's an MMO. I should need my friends. And I loved that Shadowbringers had a few moments where they acknowledged that. We're going to summon other warriors of light to come in and help you. Even a story acknowledgement was like, yes, finally. Someone acknowledges I'm not the one guy walking around this, this entire world that there's literally millions of others standing around the center of this town who all have the same power. That's what I liked about Eleven. I never felt like I was the overpowered single person in Eleven. I felt like I was in a cast. I was a part of an anime's cast of people. And I was just the guy in the cast. And I needed the rest of the members. And if I went somewhere alone, I was decimated. And I learned my lesson, you know? <laughs> and it's not even and it's not even that you need a lot, right? It's it's not I'm great. It's like, dude, my group of eight. Yes. We could do my group of eight can do content. Yeah. So I, but there's no need ahead. for that in 14, which is the issue. And I, I and once I found out that eleven gave you all the trust people to kind of compensate for the lower player base, and they made everything super fast to level. And I'm like, now you're just doing the exact same thing. You're making a single player, which is great for the longevity of the game, but it's not the eleven I remember anymore. Because the eleven I remember, yeah. I was a cast member, not a, a, a single hero that everyone follows. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose something. I'm curious to see if this is like because I think it's an interesting idea, and I I don't see it explored enough in terms of this conversation, right? Because literally like there's counterpoints to all of our points, right? Like, you know, we're like, we could go we, like we, Chris and I are actively playing on a private server with these features and like, it's just a magical experience. Like, but it's not without its downsides. What would say uh, y'all's thoughts be on this idea? Why isn't there a hardcore final fantasy 11 server as that is an option? Turn these features off, turn these features on, play with these other other things. Uh, obviously, there's lots of dev work, and that's I, I literally just in that sentence probably spent millions and millions and millions of Square Enix's money. But essentially, Yoshi P himself acknowledges that there's a demand for that kind of style of an MMORPG, but there's just not enough people that really fills the business requirement in terms of the cost to maintain yeah. these kind of RPGs. What would be like, would, would you play on a hardcore 
Final Fantasy XI server with those kind of classic rules. Yeah, maybe we'll have, maybe we'll keep Party Finder so you can be out and about and you can see people listing things that people are doing. But yeah. no, so no, it's, it's, it's retail, but yeah, retail, but okay. I would be um, up for that. I would love the think, options Benny? to be there. I would. I mean, I would log in. Yeah, I would log in to check it out. I think I'd get my group and play for like a week. I'd yeah. probably be like, the issue I run into with that kind of a concept, though, it's a problem that I, it, it's it's actually with a more recent game. Uh, a, a great grinder game that I've played throughout the entire years since it's come out is a game called Disgaea, which is a tactical RPG, and it's all about the grind. It's like if you love Eleven Grind, you would love this game. The recent iteration that just came out a week ago added in auto battle, auto leveling, auto completion. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, on one hand, I want to do what you're saying, Brian, go to the hard mode, play it the way I want to play it. Yeah, it's tempting. But it's it's way too easy for me to go, okay, auto. You know what I mean? Like, and now I'm not playing my game anymore. I feel like that would be the problem with 11. It'd be one of the situations where it's like, all right, we're all going to meet tonight. Oh, Chris, you can't make it. Oh, well, let's just go on normal mode. We'll just do it on hard. We'll do it on easy mode. You know what I mean? Like, and we'll just do it next time. So there, I read this interesting article today that talks about this. It's called like the 99 to hundred rule. Okay. It's, it's way easier to quit something when you a hundred percent don't have a choice versus even if it's 99%, right? It's the difference between, it's the difference between deleting Twitter off your phone and having someone change the password. So you literally can't log on. Yeah. Right. So like in that case, it's like what Benny said. If there's a 99% chance I'm doing hardcore, but that 1% chance that I don't have to, yes. Then I'm then I don't so you kind of need right. that. like I'm an introvert. So I, a lot of times it's like like I said with 14, I didn't choose to talk to people. Right. Now I find myself logging into Discord every day to talk to my FF11 crew. Because, don't get me wrong, I really want to, but yeah. I also have to. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my social skills came out of 11 because you had to talk to people and mm-hmm. be nice. You couldn't just be like, hey, get over here right now. No, you had, so what are you doing today? Oh, by the way, are you free? Because I really right. could use a hand over and because I'm, you know. Like- <laughs> so part of it, Brian, is like like you mm-hmm. even that option to flip a switch. Well, it's not a switch flip. Like literally you would have to create a character, couldn't transfer in or out. Oh, like okay. it would be just like a like a okay. Here is Final Fantasy fourteen. The enemies in the open world will destroy you if you go alone. Uh, we're gonna turn up like there is no duty finder. Everything like I think party finder is a fine tool. Personally speaking, people do disagree with that. Like they say that's not the classic thing. You got to stand in in the city and shout. You know, but it's like having like what features, etc. Like that could always be up for debate. But I think I would check that out then, Brian. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Benny? I, what, what, what was would that, you create a would you create a character on a private like on a like a hardcore Final Fantasy fourteen server a where hardcore. you couldn't you couldn't transfer all like you couldn't take your current progress and move it in like it would be like basically so so, so not like a switch like you're saying it's right no switch just hardcore yeah if I I would do that only if I had a group I wouldn't right. do it to meet people in this day and age I like if I had a team of people that wanted to get on and play that kind of a thing, it's like when wild classic dropped and my old, mm-hmm. old wild group was like, let's go play classic. Okay, sure. And then once a oh, half of them quit, I just left too. Cause I was like, I'm not going to go. I'm not, it's too old. It's, I just, I don't know. It's like the argument people make for final Fantasy 14 1.0. Can we have 1.0 back? Honestly, I did not like 1.0. I played it more as like a requirement. Like this in this day and age, I could see that I played it out of a necessity of I like the Final Fantasy MMOs. Yeah. But if I looked at it now and someone presented it to me, I'd be like, no, why would why would I do this? <laughs> so no, I, I don't think if I had the right group, I'd do it. I, that's what it really came down to me. Patrick asks, real question, do MMO devs care that their communities form via third party apps like Discord instead of through tools provided in game? What do you guys think? So here's, I have two points. I have two thoughts on that. Yeah. One, I think, I think it's like a double-edged sword, right? Because if you've got your crew, then using Discord is super fine. Yeah. Because, you know, but that might alienate new people from entering your crew. And I think that's the double-edged part Um, because it would be kind of cool if there were, you know, 
but also, you know, see, there's but there's so much freaking like moderation that would have to happen if you had like voice comms and an MMO. Do you know how like bad that could be? <laughs> could, you ma- could you imagine open? We getting canceled tonight, time? boys. <laughs> we can't I'm stream just this game. Open mic going through Limsa. Just <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing that they that Discord. I, I think Discord is more good than it is bad for these games. Yeah. I want to see more API try, integrations. I, I'd like to see more API integrations in terms of that. Cause one of the things is that like right now, if like, Hey, Oh my, are my friends playing to find out? I have to go like into the game or like if I'm in discord and, and I obviously see people playing, I would love to see like more games actually have that connection. So it would say, Hey, but Oh, I see that, you know, like Chris, he just signed in on 11 and the Chris is like, could literally in game chat, let me just, you know, hey guys, boom, and then I could opt in via settings to say, yeah, push that to my, push that to my phone. Like I'm sitting downstairs, not doing anything. It's oh, Chris just got, you know, he just got the leaping Lizzie boots, dude. Congrats, man. You know, like I could still be a part of that. Like we're in such a connected world that I, I think the next evolution of that is how do we like continue to integrate these games into our lives and our social structure so that we could still feel a part of that community, whether we are actively in the game or not. And then it'd be awesome to be like, Oh, let me check my, let me check my auction house stuff. And let me just, <laughs> it's like, like it could easily like, uh, yeah, like spiral out of control where all of a sudden you're like, I'm just playing this game on my phone now. Um, I, I don't know. I think phones could run final fantasy 11, but we would, we, we almost, well, we almost saw did. that. We almost yeah, saw it that. Almost yeah. Happened. <laughs> yeah. So I got a question for the two of you then related to this topic about friends versus classic servers versus meeting people. Mm-hmm. A lot of times if you look on like Twitter and things like that, whenever, they, whenever any game announces a multiplayer update that involves solo play or team play, like they, it's, oh, you have to find this or you have to do this. Mm-hmm. You always see a lot of comments coming by with, well, some of us just don't have friends. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, because I feel like stuff like Party Finder, well, not Party Finder. I actually agree with you. Party Finder is a good fix because I don't want to have to go stand in town to shout. I'd rather Party yeah. Finder and go do something. Yeah. Um, but like matchmaking, because every, everything, Duty Finder and all that's all matchmaking. Do you think that matchmaking accommodates to the people who don't want, because I, I, it's one thing to not have friends. It's another thing to not want to make friends when you're playing a multiplayer game. And I think that's where the distinction comes in. Do you think that things like the Duty Finders and stuff encourage never making friends like what happened with you chris where you just never because you at no point do you ever go hey this guy was pretty good and helpful i should get to know him better no you just go well who's the next tank i'm getting you know like (laughs) i got it i got it benny okay final fantasy 14 friendship orientation room (laughs) (laughs) all right hey i just started i have no friends oh my god the friendship orientation moogle (laughs) I click on them. I go in a room with other people that clicked on them. Do icebreakers? Dude, dude, they're they're serving beers. (laughs) We're getting, it's cocktail hour. That's actually uh, not a terrible idea at all. Got some, I mean, got, reminds, some bunny, got some bunny girls dancing on stage. It's, know, like, it's like the triple triad battle hall. I've met a few people doing the triple triad battle hall that just want to play cards because, hey, we're all going to go to a spot or this is what we want to do. Right. I, I love that. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a social gathering. Hey, are you looking for friends to actually get to know? Not just shout, looking for Link Shell and then never yeah. talk to them. Like, I think that'd be cool. I I, yeah. I think that there's a, there's a there's a uh, software solution that the games could evolve that I'd love to see. Like my example where I was running Crystal Tower. Like I don't know if I've run this content with these people before. I think there should be some kind of passive like reputation system that essentially comes from playing together, right? So you play with that tank. Well, imagine if you've actually played with them. 10 times across all different kinds of content. Maybe you didn't have a bad experience, but it turns out like Gears of War 5 actually does this. Like you have a friendship level that as it levels up, there's a little passive bonuses that for you. So all of a sudden there's an incentive to say, dude, we're level three. Like we're going to get a little extra loot. We're going to get a little extra experience. Like we obviously play crazy. Like like minor stat buffs. Yeah. 1% attack, 2% attack. Well then, then essentially I'm not playing with, I'm not playing with anybody but my friends. Yeah, you know, it's well, like I gotta go level our friendship level. I think Persona also <laughs> solved this problem, but essentially, like there's there's ways that I think that I, I don't, I'm, and I know this is just a, you know, just an idea that I'm talking about. So I'm sure there's gonna be some, there could always be somebody in the comments saying like, well, that would break this, and you know, like somebody likes to, you know, we always get the nitpickers, uh, and I'm a nitpicker, like, oh yeah, have you thought about X, Y, and Z? But when what I'm talking about is that like, yeah, what if like, oh, I've actually run this content with this person before. 
maybe like maybe I reach out like just as a kind of that passive. You don't have to, but you need to. But the other side of the the, the question and kind of the, an underlying theme of something that's also changed in the course of the last 20 years from 11 and even before with that is also content creation, content creators being a face or uh, one of many faces in that community itself, right? Like Benny, you create content. Uh, Invictus, you create content as well, occasionally. Uh, I, I don't want to force <laughs> you. Like he, he streams like, and it's like, he's got you a great community. Brian, I had like a five year run. Yeah. Where I streamed every day. So I created content. Okay. Yeah. He put it out there. He, he made it, he made a run. He has a great community too, but like, yeah, we won't get into, uh, into that. Like we've talked about, you know, just the pressure of streaming, but you know, there is that aspect now that it's like, that's why I think you also see that gravitation towards a, a visible face in that community. Like I've met a lot of friends I've met and people that I consider like really good friends, people who are hanging out in chat right now that are just a part of like our discord that we, we sit down and we talk about the game that it's like one of the things that I've, I've struggled with this year personally is a feeling of guilt that I'm not like making myself available enough for my community just because of real world responsibilities. And I'm not saying that because I know that my community is like, Brian, we're not like, they're not pressuring me. I have like, I think Chris asked like, how do I do it? I was like, I think I have a little OCD. Like I just get in this like zone where I just like, all right, <laughs> you know, I put too much pressure on myself. This is not an external pressure. This is an internal pressure. I just want to be very clear. Um, but I think that's an also an aspect why, like, uh, you know, back to the root of the question of like devs kind of relying on third party. Like there is an aspect that devs, like we've seen this multiple times, relying on content creators to kind of fill in the gaps that they either don't build out the systems or they just say, you know what, the community is going to handle that. We're not going to invest that into the core game. My name is by Destiny Lore, right? Uh, you know, obviously like all kinds of range of uh, within that, that perspective in that regards where like the community comes together to fill a need. Uh, and, and usually that ends up being the face of a content creator. You have a, a follow-up or a thought based on just my idea there. Uh, I mean, not really in particular. Okay. Do you have anything, Chris? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smart. I have nothing really to add to, <laughs> like, I have nothing really to, add to that. So smart. It's such a smart guy. Uh, <laughs> um, do you, what do you guys do? You, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny to see you be like, oh, I thought we were going to talk about that for a minute. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. That's what we do. It's a conversational podcast. Um, should, should Square Enix officially support private classic servers? I mean, not private servers in this case. They would actually be Square Enix servers. I think that's a slippery slope. I think that'd be dangerous for them. Um, because if, wow. if they're backing them, do they get do they get the money? Yeah. Because the thing about these servers is, free? is they don't. Yep everything the people that created these servers pay for the upkeep of the servers they they are not allowed to make money right because the right. second they make money that's copyright so well, yeah, i think it's copyright anyway but at the end of the day it's that square Enix is just like it's not worth us going and hunting it down because there's a demand for it right it doesn't also it doesn't sing well right square Enix goes and shuts down fun um, you know, being and doing something that they are currently unwilling to do. I think essentially if they added private, you know, if they added classic servers, then I think you would see a legal, a legal case. Like meaning well, like I, we're going to, well, they ahead. can't, Ryan. Oh, okay. I've learned. Tell me, edu educate me. We have, we have the Intel from Eric. It is physically impossible for FF for Square Enix to make a classic server. They don't have the files anymore. Oh, it's that situation again. They're that gone. was the thing with eight forever. Like they, yeah. we just don't have the originals. They're gone. So, um, the like that's why for these classic servers, they we like they have to go in and and try and hunt from era data the code for these things because the code isn't there anymore. Wow. And like that's why we we don't have FF Classic, and I don't think we ever will have FF Eleven Classic. I think part of the problem with FF11 Classic, though, even let's just say they, they did it. They did the work because that's apparently what they did with 8 where they just kind of went in and just data mined as much as they could and then fixed it. Uh, WoW is proving it to be a very slippery slope because it's like, all right, so we got WoW Classic. All right, now we're doing the next expansion and now we're doing the next expansion. And it's a, it's a question of where do you stop? Because you're eventually you just going, yeah. Yeah, where, you're just going to be retail again. 
And at that point, do you have a, ser a server for every expansion? Do you have a server? I think the question comes down to they, these companies don't know how to handle the classic server idea. Because mm -hmm. for you guys on a private server, it's simple. We're doing Wings of the Goddess. We will not be progressing from Wings of the Goddess. This is what we're doing. It's what I like. It's what I'm doing. But if you now have that on a public scale, you're going to have people going, well, I want uh, I want to be back at Urgen. Oh, no, I, I want it to be back over at Zillard. No, no, I want classic, just straight up 11 from the class. You know, you're going to have all these people demanding different things. It's a lot easier when one guy goes, I want this, so I'm making this. But from a company point of view, who do you cater to? And while, like I said, it's doing a slippery slope where they're just upgrading as they go to cater to everyone, you're eventually going to hit the stuff that nobody likes. Like <laughs> right. And, and, and that's the thing, dude, right? Because they say, they say content is king. You've got those people that blast through the content in one, two weeks. Yeah. They're then that now they're like waiting. Yeah. Oh man. That's so true. I mean, it's like I, go ahead, Benny. I was gonna say that's my argument 14. I'm 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 the guy that will say, man, we have nothing to do, but I'm also the guy that then goes, but I've also spent 978 days in this game and did everything. So well, I guess everyone should catch up to that. Like <laughs> I think there's a healthy balance. I think when we look at like uh, the concept of what it was good about 14 and where it could improve, uh, I think essentially that's what, you know, re requires good community. I think one of the things that would be a common complaint with veterans like ourselves in which that we've gotten, you know, I've gotten almost 5,000 hours in the game. I've been playing, you know, for 11 years. I've pretty much accomplished like everything that I've set out to accomplish. So I look at it like what new goals do I set for myself? Uh, you know, because I do I love Final Fantasy 14. I love the world, oh. the lore and things like that. But yes, like I'm also a 11 player. Where I'm like, man, like I remember when the world was dangerous. I remember when some of these things existed. And like, it doesn't mean like, I, you know, it does frustrate me when it feels like we do leave things that are overall good at the cost of something that that is great. Uh, you know, so it's like, OK, well, you know, yes, duty finders great but how can we incentivize people to form these kind of communities and these bonds they're happening and i see them happening more around content creator creators and, and creation but it'd be great to see that as an option for like for friends and fan you know for, that can happen within the game too but maybe i'm just being hyper nostalgic but at the same time i think when i look at what incentivizes the game and the the, the life cycle like the thing i would implant from 11 would be its economy one of the things I like, one of the things I really miss about, uh, you know, eleven and fourteen is its player economy, where things are crafted, they're like they're hunted for, uh, where like you can go farm those NMs to be able to get that chance for that drop, and then you could sell that drop on the market or use it for yourself. There was a demand for that. One of the things I see, like in your case, like oh, I've done everything. Well, there's a value in going and making a lot of money. Because you could always use that money to do various things. There's weaknesses to that system. We've seen a like obviously retail was hyper incentivized with RMT. Um, that's a problem that's persisted in games and some games like WoW have created the to the token to try to like compete against RMT. You'll never win because there's always a demand. Uh, there was like even back in the day, eBay characters were a thing. People buying and selling like high level characters. I remember seeing that. Somebody's like, I had a friend. I literally had a friend and he sold. Uh, his high high level character for a couple thousand dollars. I was like, you could do that? And he goes, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not official, but somebody was willing to pay and I was like, and I was willing to sell. I was like, fascinating. It, like, it boggles my mind. Go ahead. I sold my character for $2,000 back in the day. Say, when when well. 75 hit, I was like, I got really depressed about it because they were increasing everything. And my wife and I needed money and we had officially quit the game. And we just, we had a buddy who came to us and he's like, Hey, I'm buying characters if you're not playing anymore. Because I had all the, I had all that stuff. You know what I mean? I had like the Dula Chapeau, the the ultimate yeah. weapon, things like that. And I was like, yeah, I'll sell it to you for two thousand dollars. And then it was funny because like three or four years later, a little bit longer than that, uh, I just out of curiosity just searched the character, like searched the character mm -hmm. and discovered he apparently stopped using it like six months after. After that's a an expensive six months. Exactly. When I was like, he just stopped using it. Wow. And I, so I just sent in a ticket to Square and they gave me the account back. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. So I still Whoa. have my original account. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. And he got the one piece of gear I didn't have, which was Morgan's uh, body. <laughs> That's amazing. So from what Dude, I gather, he, he, he finished $2,000 to make your character better. That's what I did, basically. <laughs> like, basically, he took the account and I was cool with it. Like, I didn't I didn't come hunting or get upset by it. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I he got the piece I was missing 
And then I just looked and I'm like, he, he apparently got it and quit again. Like in his, his characters weren't even on something happened where the guy just wasn't logging any characters on. So I was like, all right, well, if he ever hits me up again, I'll give it back to him, but someone should use it. I guess we'll uh, <laughs> stay tuned for a future podcast episode where we explore if, uh, <laughs> if the guy gets his character back. Oh my goodness. That's, I did. Yeah, you're you're that's... not wrong, Chris. Yeah. I basically paid a guy, a guy paid me to improve my character for me. <laughs> What man, you live in a charm life, my friend. A charm life. Um, as we draw <laughs> to the uh, kind of the end of the show, we really didn't get into the We Are Vanna Deal uh stuff because I know we have a hard stop with you, Benny. So it's that at the end of the day, guys, if you haven't seen uh, Square Enix has launched We Are Vanna Deal, they've been working on something quote unquote big, and it really hurts my heart when I when I like because they said the word big, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying to keep expectations in the dirt. So, high I and low, want... go ahead. Yeah, I'm question? sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That literally is going... the question, like, you, okay, you already know what. It's like, <laughs> I was just going to jump in real quick to be like, the only thing I really, really want this to be a revamp of the client. I want it to work perfectly with current computer systems. Cause even with their current version, you gotta, I have to remap things and get additional programs to get a controller to work properly. And the commands are all weird. And it's just, it's just all over the place. And like, I just get excited at the idea of them fixing the client so that it, it like works better. Mm -hmm. And just update the resolution and basic things. You know, I'm not uh, just basic maintenance. You know, every time I bring it up, I always get told by the community team, like, we fixed it. You can download it on Windows. When I'm like, but it's not, it's still clunky as all hell. I mean, still got to go through play online. Like, <laughs> just let me boot the game up. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the nice things about the private servers is like, it's so easy. Like, it's it? so easy. You, you have people also, in, <laughs> you have also people enhancing. Like, you guys are like, you're running the uh, HD uh, pack, right, uh, Chris? Nope. Oh, you're you're not, but your brother is. Yeah, I'm I'm classic baby. Yeah, and, but it still looks beautiful. Like it's like people are enhancing, like uh, smoothing out the textures, uh, doing all kinds of things with the game. There is a passion and a community that's driven behind it. So, like, what would you want, Chris? Like, like low end, high end, like in in the dirt. Like, what would you what do you want to see from Square Enix next year? So, so Benny complete. First off, Eric, right? Because Eric's the one that came to me and told me that they don't have the files. Yeah to make a classic server so that is out of my head now um especially after what benny said too you know i think he's right i think that their classic servers are a slippery slope where it's like well then how far do we take the content um you're gonna piss off someone so my number one is um i call it retail nostalgia all right like give me things that i can buy that remind me of the awesome times I've had in Final Fantasy. So it already looks like they're doing things with like the artwork and stuff. Mm -hmm. I would love another musical collection. Oh, yes. Like, so they've done, I know they've done piano. Oh, yeah. for a couple. They've done like Sanctuary yeah. of Zeta. They've done East Rom Fair. Dude, I would love just an orchestrated FF11 soundtrack, like all in one spot. Um, I think any any of those things, right? Any of those fans, fans. So give give me nostalgia, give me fan service, and I, and I'm in. Just my, a, just uh, at my wedding, show. she uh, we had someone sing the the Sanctuary Zita song. We had like a because because where we met, and she just picked her fair. Is that that or Lou Fest medals? Both of those played at different points, but one of them so was good though. Yeah, both of those because we did our in game wedding because you couldn't book one; it was impossible. So we just had like a whole friend thing. Uh, at Lou Fest Metals. And then that was that one is the top or two songs she had playing during the wedding. It was hilarious because her entire family was like, what video game song? What is this? <laughs> well, they're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, it's amazing. I was, uh, I was, I, th I tweeted out Chris, uh, like messages as I was taking Maddie uh, to school. And it's like, I, we listened to the Final Fantasy 11, you know, orchestrated, you know, soundtrack uh, sometimes when I take her to school. And, uh, and it's just great. Like, I, it just takes me back. Like, it is a nostalgic drug for sure and even like when i'm having a bad day like i'll just like i'll boot up either uh z tower or i'll most likely the my my go-to song is selbina i don't know why like but it's selbina hands down if i'm feeling a little down or blue or tired or just worn out dude like that song just cheers me up and in fact it's like town, dude it's bustling oh it's bustling <laughs> absolutely man and then it's also it's a nice respite especially when you get when you're in the dunes and you're running for your life <laughs> it's like oh yeah. god i gotta go and then you hear that music and you and you're in the and the lights come up in the zone and you're not dead and you're like yes right yeah we have to reflect this back at you man what do you want to see um on the low end on the on the low end i i mean i would love to see them 
merge the uh, 11 and, and 14 sub for retail and, and the base game. I, oh, I think, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Meaning you know, like the value add, right? It's like, listen, like you're, you're paying your Square Enix sub 11, 14, boom. Uh, I think that would help. I think even though retail is, is not what it is in the private world, I think it's easier to get into. I think they could obviously make some adjustments. I, I would ex- I would venture to bet that maybe there's an expansion. You know, like maybe they're like, okay, we're adding because they're already starting to add new story to it. Uh, a lot of people in my comment sections have been asking, like, do you think, um, you know, Final Fantasy Eleven and fourteen are connected in some way with some shard or some, you know, etc. And honestly, it'd be cool. We've 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 had uh, Shantoto come over into yeah. into fourteen. You know, so there are some connections and some threads that gets me excited. I think if, if not an expansion or whatever, like I wouldn't mind some extra, like, yeah, some more story content, but if they're able to combine those subs, I think as a community, there's plenty of players who've played 14 and they can't justify the time to go and play 11 because it doesn't make sense. Like who in like outside of somebody who's a full-time content creator, that's all they, they have to worry about. Like there's nobody who could play really two MMOs. You know, it just like for 30 good, bucks a month, right? For 30 yeah. bucks a month. And you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, well, because no matter what, you're like, am I getting the value out of here or I want to play here? But originally a part of one of that's core design, they talked about having the Mog House actually be a gateway between the two games when they're when they're originally like scheming up, you know, 14. Like, how do we transfer the people? One of the things that people have really found out with these like ingrained games, even if they made like World of Warcraft 2, like it'd be really difficult to get people to move over if there wasn't a connective thread in that. And Blizzard whether you know like they're struggling with uh, classic servers or not the fact that it's still one sub that covers that like i think that's a smart play because that removes a, a financial barrier especially to the model but the fact that uh, retail still a sub-based game you know it's just like i think that's a wall i think that's a barrier you know um but people are more than willing to check it out because like one of the things i was talking about with with ty chris like just like uh, last week literally he didn't know but when he started playing originally there was a rush. Like Square Enix physically ran out of uh, free trial keys. They only have so many free trial keys for retail that they can hand out every month. And like there was a rush because there was an interest. But there's these walls. And so they break down those walls. I think that'd be really exciting because I'd love for people to experience this thing that I love so much. And even if it's not for them, I'm not going to be hurt by that fact because I'm an adult. And if you don't like the game, I like that. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'll move on. Um, high end. If they did anything with Unreal, I would just lose it. I would lose it if they sit here and says, here's the next 20 years, guys. You know, because they were working already on the game in Unreal. Like, let's just be honest. Like, and this is where, like, this is not happening. Let's not, you know, anybody listening, like, this is just for fun. This is Brian's, you know, (laughs) like, you know, wet dream wish here. Um, But they were working on with, with it in unreal like it's re- like they have ha- they have final fantasy 11 in unreal and it works they whatever their models whatever their business isn't right but like they paid for that development pick that up which it ended a couple years ago maybe they were able to pick that up and say boom welcome back welcome home you so know a big boy a graphical overhaul dude big yeah. boy graphical overhaul man but you keep the core aspect of the, what made the game great but then essentially like when when it comes down to it yeah, dude, I might log in to check that out. I think everybody would, even if it was yeah. just some new experience. I want to add to that. What they could do to really just amp it up that we have a launcher for Final Fantasy 14 that tells you all kinds of stuff. Why can't we have both Final Fantasies? I, I, get yeah. rid of play online, get rid of that yeah. barrier, and just yeah. have the launcher be how we get into it. That's exactly 100%. I, I guarantee I'd log in more often to actually check it out because I've logged into retail right. occasionally and then I just yeah. sit there in front of the where am I right now? I'm in Windurst, uh, standing in front of the Mog Homes. And I'm level 76 and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do. Right. And I pick up the controller and I'm like, the controls all feel weird. And then I go to the keyboard. I'm like, this doesn't yeah. work with this. And, but let me melt your mind now, right now. Like, let me just put it all out there. You get that launcher, you, whether it's unreal or not. Right. But like, imagine that merging of the, what the account means. People right. who are like, Oh, I have nothing to do in, in 14 right now. What if you logged in to your 11 character and you could literally talk to me while I was playing 14, I could literally see like, oh, I see that you're in 11 right now. We can chat. Oh, Benny's like, oh, I need some help in, in the dunes. Well, I'm not doing anything right now. Pop right over. Like it yep. is a an account. Like if you had that cohesive t- tissue, I think essentially what happens, this is just my theory, a game theory, 
a game theory um is that with this connectiveness that is in the game if it because if it existed when somebody was like you know what like yeah take a break why take a break from square like you could literally go into their entire catalog right but like imagine it's like all right cool you cleared all the raids you've got all your loot you know what yeah just like you're literally back in, in vanadil doing your stuff and then essentially like i think that that would be really exciting because it is such a different experience don't make 11 14 don't make 14 11 have them exist as their as what are their strengths but connect yep. them together for the community so that literally it's like cool yeah i'm just doing that's a really good idea brian well, that's just my thought. But uh, guys, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? I know, Benny, I want to make sure we get you uh, off to your next yeah, uh, thing. I have another podcast to go to. <laughs> uh, why don't you plug what you're working on, dude? Absolute PlayStation Stream Games. Man. Uh, I mean, a lot of people know me from the Comic Story and Channel and Brand and all that stuff, but I, I pretty much moved on to try and make new projects, which includes an entire channel based on video game discussions, lore, and basically just that, discussions and lore, news. We just go through it, kind of a more podcast format, and then we just go deep diving into a lot of lore for video games. You can find that over at Absolutely PlayStation Esteem Gamers. It's our new gaming arm I'm trying to push. Uh, but other than that, I'm Benny, comic historian. That's me. All and right, I do everything but Twitch, really. You can find me on Twitch, but I don't Occasionally. Like <laughs> right. I, I have the same kind of model. Like, I when I when I can be scheduled, I'm on Twitch. Like, guys, all right, here, I'm going to be, you know, yeah. Monday night this time. Cool. When it's not when I can't be scheduled, I just like I'm just gonna be on I'm just gonna be on YouTube for a little bit, just hang out and whatnot. Chris, I like you know, uh, teacher, you know, awesome, awesome guy. I really appreciate our friendship, but I don't know if you want to plug anything, but plug it, man. I actually have something coming up, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for this? Yes. All right. Be nice to each other, guys. <laughs> good advice. Delete plug. Twitter from your phones. It's a really good thing. <laughs> all right, guys. That's gonna be it for the show. Thanks for all those who've tuned in live and hung out with us and thank y'all for your comments it's been fun to read y'all's thoughts to all of this but this has been epic loot radio uh, the show that is focused around mmorpgs rpgs multiplayer and so much more i really appreciate y'all being here and thank you so much for the support but until next time have a fantastic week and we'll see you soon